Good morning and welcome to the Snake River Lib podcast. It is the 24th of June, Friday, 2022. Uh, Just a few things this morning. Of course, uh, frankly, we're going to just highlight Supreme Court ruling. We talked about another one the other day. Today, we're talking about a triumph for the Second Amendment. Uh... The case is New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. And the Supreme Court essentially struck down uh, a part of New York State's uh, carry law as unconstitutional. Specifically what it is, is in the state of New York, they have a clause for you to be able to carry a firearm, meaning that you have to justify that need to carry one. Justice Thomas, which many people are now saying this may be one of, this may be his defining uh, decision or opinion, wrote for the majority that the Second Amendment is not a secondhand right. That we would never treat the First Amendment for speech or religion, although I would perhaps take some issue with that. Ultimately, the court has uh, on religion or the right to uh, face your accusers in the Sixth Amendment or the right to remain silent or perhaps the right to equal protection under the law. We would never treat those rights the way the Second Amendment has been treated. Now, Truthfully, if a state government wanted to make all of this gun law stuff, just throw it out in the trash, a state could simply pass a resolution, a statute, or perhaps an amendment to their constitution saying that every able-bodied adult above the age of 18 is a member of the militia. And as such, has the state sanctioned, you know, uh, right to bear arms. Not that the state can grant that right. A state can only take it away or protect it. But in this case, the case uh, uh, New York State Rifle and Pistol versus Bruin, the court ruled that its hurdles, New York State's hurdles, to exercise your constitutional right were too high. And uh, Justice Thomas built upon the cases Heller, which said, yes, you do have an individual right. It's strange that we ever had to do that. And McDonald, Heller actually only applied to federal lands and Washington, D.C. McDonald, uh, guaranteed that right to bear arms to everyone, that states could not take away that right. Now, as you might expect, the libs are apoplectic over this ruling. Um, They said, you know, 200 years, we never had 
an individual right to bear arms. And then the court dreams went up in 2010. But now they're now saying that, yes, you can carry anywhere or rather that you cannot have you cannot force an individual to have to justify the need to carry a firearm. What is interesting is, of course, again, the, the, the media and everyone are just going ballistic over this ruling, which should give us an idea of what's going to happen when the uh, Dobbs versus Jackson women's health comes down. But what is striking on this ruling is that the Department of Justice has essentially said, well, we think that the ruling is wrong. And that we're going to look to see what we can do to challenge that. And this is where I have to really take issue. Many, many conservatives, well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Many legal scholars and conservatives, pro-life conservatives in general, have taken issue with Roe versus Wade. Never once did the Department of Justice say, we're going to consider whether or not we are going to enforce Roe versus Wade. And that they may want to, never once did Ed Meese or any Republican Attorney General say we're going to ignore the ruling. But Merrick Garland and thank heaven can't believe I'm saying this for Mitch McConnell for not giving that guy a hearing to be on the Supreme Court. The Biden administration, of course, thinks that the ruling is wrong, and that's okay. It's okay to say, well, I think the ruling is wrong, but what they should also say is that's now the law of the land because that's that's the table that progressives have set with the Supreme Court. And I'll be right back. Here we are back again. And by the way, sorry about that. This is the Snake River Lib podcast. I already gave you the date. Thank you so much for listening. We're talking about the fact that the government, the federal government right now, and probably state governments equally, are planning to figure out how they can get around or ignore this Supreme Court ruling. The irony is, that we just had this ruling, and now we have, for the upcoming Dobbs versus Jackson health, that the Department of Homeland Security is issuing warnings to pregnancy centers, churches, etc., regarding a to prepare for a night of rage. by pro-abortion terrorists. Of course, that's not the Department of Homeland Security's word. It's pro-abortion activists who have been pledging extreme violence. 
Now remember, the Department of Justice categorized as terrorists parents who wanted to speak out at school board meetings. But Department of Homeland Security is already throwing their hands up in surrender, saying you're on your own. Pro-life groups, pro-life individuals, churches. You're on your own when this ruling comes down. In reality, the Department of Homeland Security, even though the ruling is already written, my guess is that they are still trying to get... the justices to come out, somehow see reason. Make no mistake, this is terror that they are predicting. This is the same as what happened with George Floyd. This is the same as what happened in Ferguson. Terror and terrorism. And so what's their response? You're on your own. You better be ready. And they said January 6th was an insurrection. First of all, I would say Merrick Garland's response to the Supreme Court ruling regarding uh, 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 the Second Amendment in and of itself is grounds for impeachment of the Attorney General. The words that he used in his statement essentially said, we're going to ignore what is now constitutional. The very same people who said separation of church and state, the very same people who said Segregation now, segregation forever. The very same people, that was under Plessy, the very people, the same people who said, not segregation now, nor ever, which the sentiment is correct, however, Brown versus Board, again, is another one of those things that should never have been decided. The very same people have said, well, we can just ignore this Supreme Court ruling. Compounding the issue is the fact that the Republicans are, are trying to give away their uh, red tsunami or the uh, majorities that they anticipate having by trying to make deals with Democrats to sell away your rights of due process to sell away your Second Amendment rights. Republicans in the Senate are doing that. And here we are getting ready for the Dobbs ruling. And we've already been promised it's going to be hell on earth. Again, these two groups, Jane's Revenge 
you know, remember Jane, you know, Roe versus Wade, the plaintiff in Roe versus Wade is not, was pro-life not long after uh, the decision. She changed over. She realized how stupid what she was doing was. And Ruth's revenge, or Ruth sent us, again, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that Roe was terrible law. But the Department of Homeland Security is already promising that these terror groups, I'm sorry, activist groups, are going to unleash holy hell on this nation when the Dobbs ruling comes down. So fitting that we have a Second Amendment ruling that says not only can you uh, have the right to protect yourself in your home, but you that the state cannot take away that right for you as you are out and about. Or we could point out the fact that the Supreme Court shouldn't even have this kind of authority uh, because it wasn't intended by the founders. It was a made-up right. or made-up uh, power. Most of the founders thought that the courts were the, the weakest link. Now, uh, as the court currently sits with nine unelected, uh, tenured-for-life justices, they are the final approval, approval or disapproval of legislation. That was never intended. Perhaps we can now look and say, maybe the court shouldn't have this kind of power. Maybe we should not give the court this kind of deference. But in the meantime, the left built it. And it's certain irony to watch them as they try to tear it down because it's not going their way. They've always relied on the court to enact, in, to enact policy that is so unpopular that they cannot enact it in the legislature. And now the court is doing just that, but not in the way they thought. Stay safe. If you're able to stay armed, we've already been warned. Too bad people don't follow the original phrasing on the on the U.S. coinage, which was mind your business, meaning you leave me alone, I leave you alone. If only more people would look at it from that point of view. It's the Snake River Lib. Have a wonderful morning. And again, mind your business and stay safe. <laughs>